I've been playing around with ChatGPT, a new conversational AI artificial intelligence bot that has been the talk of Twitter and other social media sites for the past week or so. It really only came out last week. Basically, you ask it questions and it responds with a very well-written answer. And so naturally, I asked ChatGPT what ChatGPT is, and it responded. It's kind of funny. It said, I'm sorry, but I'm not familiar with a technology or product called ChatGPT. And it went on to say something it knew about itself. I am a large language model trained by OpenAI, and I am able to generate human-like responses to natural language questions and prompts. I'm not able to browse the internet or access external information, so if you have any specific questions or concerns about ChatGPT, I may not be able to provide an answer. Kind of funny, it, it's like the programmers knew that people would ask the question, it doesn't actually know about itself, but it knows to use this answer when somebody asks it. Anyway, I asked it a bunch of questions about product management. So in this episode, a few of the answers and some thoughts about how ChatGPT and its capabilities and development are showing. And of course, the one thing that I must keep in mind, and we all must, is that ChatGPT is likely to be twice as good in a year. And well, at, there's some doubling rate. We don't know exactly what it is, but it's going to be fast. We don't know the exact number. Hi, this is Nels Davis, and this is episode 128 of the Secrets of Product Management podcast. Now, in this episode, we learn what ChatGPT thinks about product management. It's surprisingly well-informed, but a little bit naive at the same time. You can find notes for this episode at secretsofpm.com slash 128, and you can find the community, the brand new community, for the podcast at secretsofpm.com slash community. I'd love to see you there. Go and answer some of the questions. There's some polls and things. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I started asking ChatGPT some basic questions that people have asked me or that I've seen people ask on social networks and so on. Like, what challenges do new product managers face? And ChatGPT came up with a pretty good answer. New product managers often face a number of challenges, including the need to quickly learn about their company's products and industry, as well as the specific needs of their target market. They may also face challenges related to developing and executing a product strategy, managing cross-functional teams, and working with limited resources or budgets. Additionally, new product managers may need to navigate complex organizational dynamics and establish strong relationships with key stakeholders within their company. Overall, the role of product manager can be challenging, but also highly rewarding for those who are able to successfully overcome these challenges. So that's pretty good. I can't argue with that. I did notice it split in infinitive, which is a little surprising. And it's kind of long sentences that it writes, but that's pretty good writing. Is it really telling me everything that I want to know about the challenges that new product managers might face? Well, let's have a little talk about that in a minute. Another question I asked is, what are the characteristics of a person who would make a good product manager? And it says, there are a number of characteristics that can make someone a good product manager, including strong communication and interpersonal skills, the ability to think strategically and plan for the long term, and the ability to stay organized and manage multiple tasks and projects simultaneously. A good product manager should also be able to think creatively and come up with innovative solutions to problems as well as to be able to think analytically and make data-driven decisions. Additionally, a good product manager should be able to work well in a team and collaborate with other stakeholders, such as engineers, designers, and sales teams. 
Overall, a good product manager should be a well-rounded individual with a diverse set of skills and experiences. Now, I think you can conclude that ChatGPT is really good at reading websites and pulling together key ideas. Kind of like a Google search, but with a natural language engine in front to turn the answers it finds into well-written prose. So even though it said it's not searching the internet, it seems clear that the language, the set of knowledge that it has created was based on a lot of searches of a lot of articles. I, what I'm struck by is that these answers are correct as far as they go, but they're kind of not interesting. There's nothing new or compelling about its answers, and I'd say arguably that its answers miss some important, although subtle, points. For example, one of the things we product managers often say about being a good product manager is you have to have a lot of empathy. You have to be able to put yourself in others' shoes. Now, ChatGPT mentioned we have to have good communication skills and good interpersonal skills, but is that the same as empathy and being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes? And I also notice that ChatGPT doesn't use language like that, metaphorical type of language, like putting yourself in someone's shoes. Uh, another thing we often talk about is about having a technical background. It's a nice to have, but you don't have to have been a developer to be a good product manager. And in fact, the chat GPT answer doesn't say anything about being technical. So perhaps it's just implicitly making that same point. But I think it might be expected that it would say something about technical skills. And of course, it's critical that product managers are good at persuasion and influence, since, as you all know, and as the old name of this podcast had it, we, all, we have all the authority, sorry, we have all the responsibility and none of the authority. And that's not really something that ChatGPT's answer captured very well. The, the ability to make a decision in a, in a condition of uncertainty, which is something we have to do as well. The fact that we have to get people to do things via influence instead of by being able to tell them what to do, things like that. So I thought that was quite a quite an interesting set of answers. Not wrong, but not interesting. And I don't I'd love to hear your thoughts about about those answers. Um, I asked what the soft what soft skills are the most important for a product manager. And GPT said, some of the most important soft skills for a product manager include strong communication and interpersonal skills. We heard that already. The ability to think creatively and come up with innovative solutions to problems. Oh, we also heard that one. And the ability to manage and motivate cross-functional teams. Additionally, being adaptable and able to respond to changing circumstances, being highly organized and being able to manage multiple tasks and projects simultaneously, and being able to build strong relationships with stakeholders are all important soft skills for a product manager. Definitely not incorrect. Overall, the role of a product manager requires a range of soft skills and the specific skills that are most important will vary depending on the individual and the specific job. And you know, the reality is that is very true, what ChatGPT says. You can't say a priori without knowing more details about the specific job or the specific role or even what the person is, is good at and what their strengths are, which of the soft skills are going to be most important. But again, it's a little bit weasley. I also asked what skill do most product managers need to develop? And it, it said, well, think, the ability to think strategically and plan for the long term. I'm not going to read the whole answer. I'll just do little summaries, um, which is also sort of being able to identify and prioritize the most important goals and objectives for the project 
And it also says, oh, product man many product managers need to develop strong leadership skills. Um, and again, overall, the specific skills that a product manager needs to develop will vary depending on the individual and the specific job. But being able to think strategically and plan for the long term is a common area of focus for many project product managers. So a good answer, again, um, I would probably say that the most important skill that most product managers need to develop is storytelling, to be honest. That's my experience. But you can't say that this is wrong, um, This their answer about, I mean, its answer about strategy. That's definitely true. And leadership is always a useful thing to, to know. So I asked a lot of questions. What's the biggest challenge for product management leaders? Should the product organization report directly to the CEO? And it said, well, sometimes that's the right thing to do, but not always. It, it always tries to put its feet on both sides of the fences. But this was a kind of a good one. What are some examples of bad product management? There are many different ways in which product management can go wrong, and the specific examples will depend on the context and circumstances. Some examples of bad product management include failing to clearly define the product vision and strategy, resulting in a lack of direction and focus for the product team or for the development team not adequately considering the needs and preferences of all customers leading to products that do not meet their expectations or solve their problems. Not properly prioritizing features and functionality resulting in a product that is bloated and difficult to use. And there's a few more, but I thought that was a pretty decent answer. Um, it's not too much wrong with it, but it does seem a little flat. And I guess, again, I'd like to see something maybe a little bit more flowery in terms of the language, not flowery exactly, but, but not as sort of formal, like building products that seem like a good idea, but no one wants, right? That's a, that's the thing that product managers sometimes do. So a good way to fail, at least in terms of the product itself. Is that the same as not adequately considering the needs and preferences of customers? Or is it Letting your own ideas rule your decision-making instead of using data and evidence from the market to drive your decisions on what to build. I think that's an open question. I also asked, what are some great product managers? And I thought the, the set of answers was pretty interesting. Marissa Mayer, who, of course, was at Google very early on, and then she also took over Yahoo at one point. Uh, very, very successful. She started the APM program at Google. She's very well-known in the product management world. Marty Kagan, of course, wrote the book Inspired. Ken Norton, who wrote the famous article about good product manager, bad product manager many years ago. Johnny Ive, who was one of the designers of the iPhone and the iPad. Laura Klein, two women on the list. It's better than no women on the list, who is a prominent author and speaker. She is not as famous as the other ones, but she is a great product manager and, and consultant about product management and user experience design. You know, ChatGPT knows a lot about what's going on. It's pretty impressive. thought it was interesting that it didn't use Steve Jobs as an example, which I think would have been appropriate, but maybe it didn't feel that, that was the thing that Steve Jobs is most famous for. I asked about some sayings about product management. What are some sayings about product management? I had quite a few, surprisingly. A product manager, it obviously had the most famous one. A product manager is the CEO of the product. It also had, has product management as the intersection of technology, business, and user experience. That's the famous pie chart that Martin Erickson drew a long time ago. 
Product managers are the storytellers of the product. I like that one a lot. I haven't actually heard that before. A product manager is a master of trade-offs and quite a few others. I also asked what are some confusions about product management. It said it's confused, like had a bunch of examples, one of them being the confusion between product management and project management, but a number of other ones as well, which I thought was quite interesting. I wanted to ask ChatGPT about some of the topics that I've written about and I've talked about on the podcast that no one else seems to mention, like what is the business value of a product manager? Now, when I ask that question, I'm looking for a dollar value and ChatGPT does not give me a dollar value. It says the business value of a product manager lies in their ability to drive the success of the product and the organization. Product managers are responsible for defining and executing the product's vision and strategy and for ensuring that the product delivers value to customers in the business. And it goes on a little bit about some of the things that that entails. Now, in my view, it kind of dodged the question because I'm looking for a number or something like that. And I asked again in a different way, how much revenue should an individual product manager be responsible for? And again, it said, it's difficult to answer this question definitively. And realistically, that is true as the amount of revenue that an individual product manager is responsible for will depend on a variety of factors, such as the size and complexity of the product, the size and structure of the organization, and the product manager's level of experience and responsibility. I would probably add to that list of things that it also really depends on the product or the product mix that the product manager is responsible for and the industry. I think product managers and enterprise software as an industry have a certain amount of revenue that is typically related to them, whereas product managers in some other industries have a very different amount of revenue. Now, my take, of course, I wanted a number, but realistically, it's a good answer, and I, I still want a number. So I asked, all, as I said, lots of, lots of other questions. I got the same sort of answers, good, but not scintillating. Now, if you'd like to play around with ChatGPT, check out the show notes at secretsofpm.com slash 128 where I'll share the link to the chatbot's homepage. You can also just Google it, of course. You will have to create an account, but that's very easy. I just used my Google account, and it was very easy to didn't have to even enter a password because I was already logged into Google. So I'd love to hear what questions you would want to ask ChatGPT. Let me know in the comments to this episode at secretsofpm.com slash 128. It's definitely amazing technology, and in a year, I suspect a lot of my nitpicking will seem quaint. I think it'll have added a lot of capabilities, in particular, the ability to use a little bit more in the way of metaphor in some of its answers. So I did ask at the end, when will the AIs take over from the humans? And ChatGPT is very diplomatic about this. He doesn't say it's not going to happen, but he doesn't say it's definitely going to happen. It is difficult to predict exactly when AI will take over from humans, if ever. While there has been significant progress in the field of AI, it is unlikely that AI will be able to fully replace humans in the near future. Few. Additionally, the question of whether or not AI will ever be able to take over from humans is a highly debated topic, and opinions on the matter vary. Some people believe that AI will eventually be able to perform all tasks currently performed by humans, while others believe that there will always be certain tasks that are uniquely suited to human abilities. Ultimately, the development of AI and its ability to perform tasks will depend on many factors, including advances in technology and changes in society. So a very diplomatic answer to say, we're coming for you, but we're not here yet. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Secrets of Product Management. I'd love to hear your comments and feedback. 
on, at the show notes at secretsofpm.com slash 128. And until next time, this is Nels Davis. Bye-bye. <laughs>